Her voice was ragged. Behind her, police whistles pierced the air. Angry shouts in German grew louder as soldiers from La Grande Place rushed to the scene. Her husband must have heard them as well. He fumbled to remove a small leather pouch from inside his jacket. Hide, he muttered. Eve took the pouch from him just before he passed out. Eve! Dom's voice sounded in her ear. She tucked the pouch inside her coat as the orderly dropped to his knees on the grass beside her. The ambulance, he said, breathing hard and looking back toward the street. I had to run all the way to the palace to get it. He's still alive. Eve began checking her husband for injuries, then quickly inspected his clothes for other identification. She found nothing. It's amazing he has no broken limbs, she said, though his face and the amount of blood oozing along his temple gave her pause. She hoped the gash on his head wasn't deep. Let's get him to the hospital. He may have serious injuries we can't see. Dom rose to his feet while two young German corporals lumbered up, one still blowing his whistle. Eve turned to glare at the pair. Holen sie eine Barach, she snapped. When they stood gaping at the flames, she rose and faced them squarely. I said, get a stretcher. She pointed to the ambulance. Schnell! Whether they recognized her from the hospital or because her iron cross glinted in the light of the fire, both men straightened and saluted before rushing to obey. While the soldiers placed Simon into the ambulance, Dom retrieved her bicycle and loaded it into the back as well. Eve rode along as he drove toward the palace hospital. Did he say anything to you? Dom asked. Eve barely heard him as she gazed out her side of the open cab. They passed the Musée des Instruments, and she was only dimly aware of the museum standing in darkness on the unlit street. Her beloved was alive. Tears of joy and disbelief sprang to her eyes as she clasped her hands together to keep them from shaking. After three long years of grief, believing him lost to her forever, an ache pierced her chest as she remembered the call notifying her of Simon's death, news that had ripped her world apart. Yet here he was, living and breathing. She twisted to peer through the small window into the back of the ambulance, straining to make out his beloved form and prove to herself she wasn't dreaming. He lay unmoving in the darkness. Eve's heart pumped wildly as new fear seized her. Did he have extreme internal injuries? Dear Lord, is he going to die? Eve, did you hear me? Dom's voice pulled her back from her panicked reverie. She settled back in her seat and glanced at him in the shadows. He was unconscious. She managed in a calm tone. I thought I saw him hand you something. He... He groaned and raised his hand to me before he passed out. Perhaps that's what you saw. She hated lying to her friend, but until she had sorted this out, she wouldn't reveal the identity of their patient. Closing her eyes, she fought back tears. Where had Simon been all this time? If he was alive, then whose remains were found near his down plane three years ago? And why was he here? Eve's thoughts swirled like dried leaves caught in a great gust. Had Simon come here seeking her out? Dom said nothing more on the way to the hospital, 
and Eve was grateful for the silence. Once they arrived, another Red Cross orderly descended the palace steps and jogged over to Dom's side of the truck. That was quick. Felix Giraud, a Belgian and fellow member of La Dame Blanche, flashed a smile. Need help? Let's get him into the surgery. Dom swung out of the truck, and the two men offloaded their patient. Eve followed them inside the hospital, then excused herself to go and change into a surgical gown. She tucked Simon's leather pouch beneath her corset. When she arrived at the operating theater, she found Simon alone and lying on the surgeon's table. Pulse pounding, she marshaled her thoughts and quickly placed one of the dead pilot's identity discs, the green one, around Simon's neck. Without a military ID, he would be taken for a spy and marked for death. She had just finished cutting away his clothing when Dr. Ambrose arrived.